Hi, everybody. That's Philip. And that's Dana. And, and we're, we're Tango. Tango. Thank, Thank you for coming, coming Molly Margaret. Margaret. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Molly Margaret is a sad, hilarious, gay, sex-positive poet freak. And you are also an actress and influencer. You run an Instagram account that's like advice and resources and general community engagement, support, and like coalition in a way. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, let's start at the beginning. And it all starts with the birds and the bees. What was the birds and the bees like for you? Which means what? Like you're coming into sexuality? Like the first time, were you given like a birds and the bees talk as a kid? No, certainly no one gave me like the talk. Yeah. I went to um, Catholic grade school mm-hmm. and there was in fifth grade family life. Sure. Which was family life. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it was like a week kind of like workshop of like, mommy and daddy having a baby and you're a big sister but that was kind of like the extent of like sex ed you know how to be head yes yes did you have an opinion about that class when you were in it Mm, no because i think when they started introducing it they were very like they were like anticipating embarrassment and like Uh awkwardness and then they were like putting it on to us they're like family life is coming up but don't be weird about it and we're all like (laughs) We weren't. (laughs) We're like, we're nine. We're not weird. (laughs) Um, So I think it was kind of that like pre-introduced embarrassment that just like made us feel embarrassed because we were like told not to be, so we were. Wait, (laughs) it was just the teacher who was embarrassed to talk to a bunch of Catholic kids. A thousand percent. Yes. About it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then in ninth grade, we had values class still catholic obviously um it was a little better but it was definitely scare tactics it was like pictures of genitalia with like raging stis being like do you want to have this and you're like no uh so definitely just like scaring god into you yeah and did you ever have a touch point with your parents after never never to this day to this not to this day, but definitely self-taught and, like, friend-taught and all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and only, like, this year did I start talking to, like, my mom about sex. Ooh. Yeah. Did you introduce this? Yes, 100%. I think because of, like, my job. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And I think because I was, like, so open about it, and I think this is, like, what I like about my platform is, like, because I'm so open about it, people kind of mirror that, like, openness mm-hmm. for yes. better or for worse. Um, but I think my mom was, like... So, like, what's with the vibrators? <laughs> and I'm like, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten your mom a vibrator? I just ordered her one. Ah, it's yay. like, this new one came out that's, like, solid gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure. And I was like, that's for my mom. Yeah, no. <laughs> like absolutely. a golden vibrator. Like jewelry vibrator. Jewelry vibrator, 100%. I love that for mom. Does she know about Not it? Not the best, no. I love this. Was she I resistant know. when you wanted to bring up conversation for the first time? She wasn't resistant, but she, I think with a lot of people who are shy around like sex and sensuality is they want to watch you do it, uh-huh. but they don't want to like get in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, please tell me about like everything you do and like all this stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a one way conversation. hundred percent. Yeah. It's just like a lot of like, yes. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> but they like want it. Yeah. yeah. But they're like, they wish they could participate. 
But they can't. But yeah. they can't. Yeah. So that's yeah. how it kind of started. Right. And do you yeah. feel like it's part of your job to like help your mother be comfortable with sexuality and sensuality? A little bit. And I think it also started because um, my parents are like childhood sweethearts mm-hmm. and they just recently like broke up and mm-hmm. now they're like older. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I they've never like. described it as a breakup. As opposed to a divorce? Yeah, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it almost like means more. Like it divorce does. is too contractual. It's it, vi- like they, yes. they broke up. They broke up. That's totally gorgeous. Um, so they've never like been single. They've never dated. They've never like yeah. any of it, you yeah. know. And so I was the one to be like, I'm gonna set up your bumble profile. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. And like, here's how you like text, and here's how you like here's how do text. the like romantic fun stuff that you like never got a chance to do. You I know. I love that. I've also helped my mom text. Yes, her. it's like her so booze. fun. It's yes, so funny yeah my mom was like am i being ghosted <laughs> my mom does that too she was like i got ghosted i'm like well when's the last time you heard from him she's like last night yeah. i'm like you're not being ghosted <laughs> well i asked my mom who the last one to reach out was i was like well who'd the last text come from and she's like i don't know and i was like well it's probably you- him yeah. I was like, well, did you text him and he did he not respond right she's like i don't know we just haven't spoken and i'm like this doesn't you're like, like no <laughs> Because I had told her I was ghosted. I was like, oh, I was ghosted sure. by some loser. Yeah. And she was like, ghosted? Yeah. And now is like applying it. Yes. She yes. Like She's like, I know like, ghosting too. Yeah. Like, ghosting. Oh, we stopped talking. Ghosted. We ghosted. Yeah. We're ghosts. Now. I'll never forget when my mom, as a teenager, like comes to me and is like, Philip, I figured it out. You always say emo, like this person's emo. They're emotional. Oh. And I was like, okay, kind of. (laughs) You're like, it's, uh uh-huh. Sure. sure, sure, Okay. I love that. Cute. What made you, I mean, like, we are all at this table, like, radically open people. Totally. But what made you become a radically open person? I think it was... And I think that's common for a lot of people, the like lack of openness Mm. in my life and like in me, like hit a breaking point Mm -hmm. where I was like, this can't be the way my life operates anymore. Do what I mean? Like just like this fire that is like, there are things to say that are not being said. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Um, Certainly like relationships that had like no communication and like no openness, Mm -hmm. whether they were like romantic or otherwise, that I was just like, this is not how I want to be like relating to people yeah. in this really like apologetic careful way mm-hmm. you know so I think it was I was actually after I had broken up with my like long-term boyfriend like years ago I like went on this mission to be like I'm flipping it all yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. I want to be like radically open and like honest and like communicative mm-hmm. no matter how like hard or embarrassing or like yeah. ugly it is mm-hmm. yeah and so I just went on a like a spree a yeah. binge exactly yeah and it kind of like led me to here you know do you feel like that openness has also been a factor of like coming out and like your totally. experience of queerness? Yeah, for sure. Because with that like binge, like you said, I was like, I want to try like all the sex stuff yeah, and like yeah. all the like relationship stuff. Open everything. Open everything. Yeah. Exactly. Like try it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and through my the like sexual exploration, I'd always been like queer-ish, but like yeah. never said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I started like liking boys and girls at the same time. Yes. Was sleeping with women as long yes. as I'm sleeping with men. Yes. Mm-hmm. But here, just here we are. never too. like, but still identified as straight, like freak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then I was like, no, I'm going to like give myself permission to like, 
let myself be queer and like open about it. I was going to talk about how it's just so normal for like societally normal to allow women to just explore and not call it queer. Yeah, totally. I actually just had a conversation with someone of like back in the college days when like girls were making out with girls. I like just realized like now that I was like, oh, like they were doing it for their boyfriend yeah like it yeah. was performative for them yeah where i was like oh we're, we're like, like making out and yeah 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 where i was like oh i was like very into it i was just getting off yeah. like yeah. and i thought you were too yeah and then look back and i was like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i was also like into women and yeah. like like making out and experimenting with women yeah. like at 15 when I started experimenting yes, with Yes, totally. Them. Same. And no one was like, you're gay. No, 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 no. They were mm-hmm. like, that's fine. You're just yeah. a woman. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And that's not This fine. is what that's being a woman fine. is. Right. Being a woman, we do it all. Yeah. You're gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, great. All, our women are just gay. We yeah. love that. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> I never had to, I never was like, oh. This is this something. Is a, yeah. I was yeah. like, no, we just girls are pretty and we're allowed to do this. Yeah. yeah. Let's like, like touch boobs. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like, I don't think men have the same privilege. No. no, we definitely do not. And nor, I just feel like sexuality, like this comes up in so many conversations with peers of mine is that like sexuality is very different for, um, different genders. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like the amount of sex drive that you have, the amount of like queer exploration mm-hmm. that you have, yeah. the amount of like, for anybody who has a penis, like just like having like a physical, yeah. a physicalization of like I'm into this, I'm yeah. hard right now, and like people with vaginas get hard from like my understanding, but I don't have much experience from with, <laughs> it, with vaginas. I've never experienced a vagina in my life. Interesting. But so like when I think about the term queer, yeah, like I and Dana and I have privately had this conversation, but I feel like it applies a lot to what you were saying. Ooh, what's it gonna how be? you identify as queer and like how you used to identify as straight is that like queerness implies differentness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. that like from a very young age also the term queer was seen very differently yeah, like, it's a the, slur. it was a slur yeah. and it was like the slur that you are different yeah. that you are yeah. gay and like i always knew that i was queer from yeah. a very young age but what we've talked about and i'll speak for you dana is that yes. like Dana was like, I feel very bi, but I don't necessarily feel queer because I've never felt mm. other. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Never felt other for it. Yeah. I was like, here we are. This is great. Yeah, because we're like white cis, <laughs> exactly. you know, like yes. straight passing women, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like by identifying as queer was like a total unacknowledgement of my privilege. Mm. And I have had to reconcile like also wanting to be like an ally for like an entire community that is mm-hmm. so vast yeah i have to lean into queer mm-hmm. so is it a label that you use for yourself like, i feel like you're i'm trying you're like to. test driving it i'm test driving it yeah it's interesting because i don't like being called queer mm-hmm. like because i like like being gay <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah so you use gay i use yeah i identify as gay and is gay your umbrella term or is like gay identifying mean you only are attracted to similarly gendered people? Uh, both, somehow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Just how you feel. Yeah, for Just sure. Feel. Just feels right. Exactly. I love the term gay. Me too. 
But I feel like some people really want to hate the term gay because they want to identify only um, like cis men as gay. Totally. Actually, me and my girlfriend had this conversation a while ago of like, she also prefers like gay. And I was like, and we've never said the word like lesbian in our entire relationship. And I was like, do you like being called a lesbian? Like, do you ID as a lesbian? And she was like, yeah, but like, I don't prefer it. I was like, me neither. I'm like, why is that? You know? It feels good. And we like came to the conclusion that like lesbian is like, uh, like descriptor, like you are a lesbian, mm. but being gay is like active. Like I am gay. I'm actively gay. Yes, gay. like I'm, it's like feels more just like there's yeah, like yeah, movement yeah. and like you are like. I love that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas my lesbian brain, just feels so passive. Yeah, my brain just hit it on an, a cog because I'm <laughs> experiencing something so so important. Is that like language has been changing so much in terms of the LGBTQIA plus yeah. community. And the fact that gay used to be an umbrella term and it has been only given or left behind with cis men Mm -hmm. in the LGBTQIA community is such privilege. Yeah. And that everyone else has been like, I'm going to come up with a new term for myself. I'm going to come up with a new term for this category or Hmm. this orientation or this sexuality, lesbian, um pan yeah um by but like gay has been left for yeah mm-hmm. the cis gay men yeah yeah privilege crazy totally yeah we need totally. a new t- we need to come up with a new term so that gay can be an umbrella term which i think it is i think it is now yeah I because it- i know a lot of bi people and maybe this is the case for you it's like id is gay yeah because it is kind of like queer yeah people will be like i'm gay <clears throat> Which means I'm bi. Yeah. And it's like, what? Which right. is great. Right. But like, it's like now become more of this like... Right, right. It is a more umbrella than it used to be. Yeah. I've definitely, like, as I've just gotten older and met more people, realized that it it just does, like, I, I don't question it. If someone's like, I'm this, I'm like, great. Great. Yeah. Sounds like that's yeah. what you feel. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And it could be like super like normative it could be super non-binary yeah and i just wouldn't know and i don't really care for sure like it's just kind of like whatever yeah that's that's my new that's a great that's my new path outlook as i started to test drive queer nice <laughs> i was like yeah yeah um okay how did you start what's wrong with my vagina and yeah how did it also then come to what's wrong with molly margaret yeah, so my original handle was What's Wrong With My Vagina. I started it two years ago, and it was after a literal decade of just, like, chronic vaginal problems. Like, chronic. <laughs> like, at, like, in, like, gynecologist twice a month, just being like, please end this. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And it was, like, yeast infections, BV, UTIs, Bartholinsis, STIs, crazy periods. Like, just, like... Everything. If you can have it, like, I had it, you yes. know? Um, and it was just, at first it was like, okay, I'm growing up and I'm like coming into my vagina, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. all the things. You're introducing new bacteria to your New bacteria are coming in. Yeah. Like, you know, periods, like all the stuff. And then when I was like in my kind of like early twenties, I was like, the party has to be over. Like, this is like <laughs> endless, you know? Um, and it was doing a serious number on my like sexual confidence and like how much I could like interact with partners and like romance because I was like oh. I have a raging yeast infection I can't like yes. fuck you know what I mean mm-hmm. yes and yeast infections that would last for 
months. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes. Sometimes, exactly. Well, because there's no formula. For what? For yeast infection. I think that's what's frustrating. Yes. Is you think I take the diflucan, it's gone in two days. Right. But then what happens when it's two months later? What happens when it's a week later? For sure. What happens when the infection turns into BV and you didn't... Yes. Yes. All the things. So I remember one night, it was like, after a particularly hard month of like, I had constant BV, like many yeast infections, a bunch of Bartholin cysts, like all the stuff. Yeah. That I literally like sat down and Googled like what's wrong with my vagina. Because I was just like, <laughs> someone has someone out there has to be having the same problem. Yeah. Sure. And like nothing came up, obviously. But it's just kinda like you're like WebMDs of like, well, did you do yoga? You know, you're just like, fuck. <laughs> so then I started the Instagram to be like, let's make a space that's like what's wrong with my to learn and like to educate is just from like my experience. Yeah. I'm not a professional in any way, like not a nurse or a doula or like an OB or any of it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, how can we kind of like be comrades in this and yeah. create the yeah. space? And when I started it, it was, it was like third person. Like I wasn't the face of it. And it was very like it tips and tricks for the stuff. Yeah. And I had like 150 followers and it was yeah. just like fun and like very yeah, yeah, like yeah. kind of cheesy. And then I think, like, one day, like, in my stories, it kind of slipped that I, like, had sex with someone. I was like, oh, I had sex with someone, which, like, upset my pH balance or whatever. Yes. And, like, all 150 followers were like, who did you sleep with? (laughs) And I was like, okay, I guess I could tell you a little bit. Um, And then it became way more just kind of, like, diary of, like, a single girl and, like, all the, uh, you know, fun things that happened with that. Um, So it just got further and further away from, like, vaginal problems. Mm -hmm. Um, half because there was just like more to me than that. Mm-hmm. And and that was like the face of it as opposed to it being like third party. Um, but also it's not being a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. I solved it yeah. <laughs> a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you um, also brought up like the side effects of your sex life because of them. For sure. So then it became, oh, and then what did the trick was I was like, I should change my handle eventually. Um, but then one weekend my account got like deleted mm. and I was like, it can't help that my vagina, handle has yeah. vagina in it. Yeah. So then when I got it back, I was like, what's wrong with my Margaret? And that's a lot more like all encompassing. Yeah. Of what you're now, yeah. your platform looks like. Exactly. Precisely. I really appreciate how you on like have created this platform that understands like the, the vagina having this like life of its own can affect your like mental health so much. Yeah. And like I also have suffered from like yeast infections and like it just it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Especially if you have a partner with a penis. Like yeah. it, like there's just no way to like try to convey like right. the pain and the embarrassment of like bacteria growing inside yeah. of you. Yeah. And I think it just does the thing where like you feel not unlike an STI where like you kind of let your brain tell you that like you're ugly and dirty and like icky and infected and like all these things where you're like, no, no, I'm just like changing and growing. I'm like, yeah. it's just working it out. Well, you know? what your brain is going back to is that values class. A hundred percent. Values. Always. Well, I get infections after new partners. So For it sure. it really goes back to values. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like truly. I'm like, like punishment. Oh, I'm, I'm being punished yeah. for having a new partner. Yes. And especially being in an open relationship right now. Yeah. I have felt incredibly punished for having right. second, third, yeah. fourth partners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because my vagina will tell him. Right. I'm be I get tattled on. Totally. But, <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I feel so betrayed by my vagina. Well, 
I would argue that it's kind of good because then you have to tell on yourself. Yeah. And it like forces you to have a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just an annoying mom who's like, talk it out. <laughs> it's true. I can't hide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So now your platform is What's Wrong with Molly Margaret, mm-hmm. and it's so broad. I love your text templates. Thank you. How did you start that? Uh, I oh, I remember the first one time I ever shared one was like I just took a screenshot of a note that I had mm-hmm. that I literally used for I used it to copy and paste when I didn't want to see someone again after first date instead of like reinventing the wheel every time like during my like three years of singleness I went on a thousand dates and I was like I don't have to like dig this up every time I'm trying to get rid of this person I already don't want to spend energy yes a hundred percent so it was like the screenshot this note that was like hey thanks for you know this date I appreciate your time didn't feel the spark good night and good luck basically yeah so I shared a screenshot of that and everyone was just like, Poof. Yeah. I just did a, my head exploding yeah. <laughs> in there. Before like, oh my God, like I didn't know I was allowed to do that or I didn't know I could stand yeah. up for myself or say no to dates yeah. or whatever it was, you know? And then I was like, that's when I was like, had this kind of like aha moment of like, oh, people think they're in the passenger seat of their dating life, you know? Yeah. Like they don't know that they can say like, that was fucked up and you can't do that. Or like, yeah. I never want to see you again. Or mm-hmm. like, I really like you and I want to spend time with you. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they think they're being like taken on. They think they're like the guest star of their own like dating life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I started just making these templates to be like, here's how you can be in control. Here's how you can like yeah. say yes and say no. And like have the relationships and dates that like you want to have mm-hmm. as opposed to like being at the like hand of someone else Mm -hmm. yeah i think they're great also because we do so much communicating over text Mm -hmm. and it's deeply impersonal sometimes yeah and can be really hard to like try to have like a serious moment over text for sure and they do a really good job of not being like cold yeah and also recognizing that it's just a text right and like you might have to have a conversation in person for sure and like that's why i make them i'm like should you be having these over text Maybe, maybe not, but also, like, I'm not going to make a video of me being like, here's how I have a dialogue. Yeah. Like, maybe I should, but, like, it's just, like, a nice way to, like, see it and read it, and you're like, cool, like, that's how I can ask for this, yeah. whether it be in text or, like, otherwise, you know? Yeah. Why are we so afraid of having the dialogue? Or... Starting it. Starting a dialogue. Fear of being disliked. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I always think it is. Mm-hmm. It's like if I... Uh, the DM I get a hundred times a day, which like always breaks my heart, is like, how do I ask my boyfriend for this without sounding needy, without sounding mm. desperate, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And I'm like, oh, you aren't. Like, you're just asking for what you want. Yeah. And so many people see that as like a weakness, as like, yeah. oh, he's going to think I'm a crazy bitch if I ask for space or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, mod on. Like, how did we get to this place where it's like, if I just like am truthful, it's seen as like ugly and wrong, yeah. you know. I I'm curious what the DM mm-hmm. um, process is like after you post a piece of advice like that. Like mm. I'm sure that you get a lot of direct response as opposed yeah. to comments because people want to have those conversations privately with you. For sure, the ones I love to get the most is like people will send me screenshots of them like I doing it. it. It's like copied and paste. And then they show the response and they're like, it was that easy. And like, thank you so much. And like, this took, you know, all this weight off my chest. Mm -hmm. And like, that's kind of like my favorite one Mm -hmm. to get. Because I'm like, cool. Like they are 
usable. They're working. Yeah. They're working for sure. They're working. Do you tweak them ever? No, I always forget that I have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I should. I don't. I don't tweet. I don't have a Twitter. It, it's hard. It's hard enough to run one social media. That's platform. that's what I'm saying. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. This is ultimately, in, in some ways, like an advice platform. For sure. How, like, what is advice, like, for you? I know that's such a... No, <laughs> no, 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 like, it's good. Advice? Yeah. I think the way I like to give advice is, like, in the formula of, like, well, here's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to, like... Yeah. As opposed to, like, Philip, you should be doing this. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're having this problem... I've had something similar. Here's what I did. Here's yeah. how it turned out. Yeah. Do what you will with it. You I know? feel that way so much when I have to give relationship advice because I don't know, I don't know how to give relationship advice besides the what I've actually gone through. Right, because you're not in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like you're only usually hearing like one side of the story. Right. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right. 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 Yeah, there's also this fear of like having to take responsibility. Yes. For if you're like, you should dump him. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do, and you like ruin their life. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to give options. Yeah. And like, okay, this could play out like six or seven different ways. Yeah. And here's he, what they all look like. Here's what here's what they are. Yeah. And here's some options for like. These are kind of three categories we're looking at. Yeah. Of your yeah. Vulnerability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you pick. Totally. But. So it sounds like advice is kind of like examples. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because I think maybe it's a Sagittarius thing where it's like, if you tell me what to do, I'm never going to do it. Never, never. never. If you're like, Molly Margaret, you should be doing this. I'm like, cool. I'm never going to do that. that. (laughs) But if it's like, hey, here's this experience I had. I was feeling sad. Then I did X, Y, and Z. And now I feel good. Then I'm like, well, I want to feel good. So I'm going to try it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's in sex. Unless and then it's I'm in like, text. Don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I get that. Like the needing to come to a decision on your own. Yes. And also, like when you are giving advice to people who you frankly might not know. No. Like you don't know, you don't have any context besides the Mm-mm. fact that they have chosen to digest your advice. Mm-hmm. For sure. How does this translate into your personal relationships? Yeah. During <laughs> yes yes it translates uh-huh. all right thank you agonite uh what was very strange about like having this platform become popular while being single and like dating yeah. is there some weird crossover of like i follow you yeah and then like if they follow me they see me as like the spokesman for like a healthy relationship right and it doesn't mean i can like just give them that independent of anything else do you know what I mean yeah 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 so it's always a bit like ooh, like it definitely takes two to tango yeah. um, so like just because like you follow me and you see that like you see the Instagram version of me which is like of course curated and like positive yeah. and like all the stuff mm-hmm. it was like definitely like hard to be like it's almost like a politician. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, I have to really like stand by my word and like do all the right yeah. things. You have to practice what you preach. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh-huh. But also the other side of that was like, I had to practice what I preach. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, it really held me to like my own standard of like, yes. I never got to ghost people. I never got to like do the wrong thing. I never yes. got to like all the things, which is like great, you know, mm-hmm. but it like kind of bullied me into like doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, 
but do also, you like when lovers follow your advice account or do you prefer separation what's i've definitely found the like sweet spot of like my girlfriend who like mm-hmm. follows me and she's like my number one fan oh. and she's like my virgo like copy editor like i'll post something she's like love it couple typos <laughs> and i'm like great perfect um but she's just like just because also because my ex like really didn't like it she didn't like how like it was so like personal and public and like this kind of like spotlight yeah. on like what i was going through and all the stuff yeah but it's like the same thing as like dating a writer it's like don't date a writer if you don't want to be written about <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean not to say that it's like you're signing up for this fuck you but it's like you know what my job is you're gonna yeah. be along for the ride and your job only gets better the more personal it is yeah and fully encompassing of what's going on in your totally. life totally which is something i could talk about mm-hmm. till the day i die of just like I always say, like, if I wanted to, like, break the internet tomorrow, I know exactly how to do it. Like, I know the formula. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it involves exploiting my personal life and my own yeah. personal, like, peace of mind and, like, yeah. health and happiness. So it's, like, really find the sweet spot of, like, being personal and, like, vulnerable and authentic. Yeah. Yeah. But also being, like, oh, there's stuff that I get to keep for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. How did this affect casual dating? Like, when you're, like, when you were on, like, dating apps, yeah. like, did you keep your Instagram, like, off of that? It's so funny. I, like, always say that I, like, never figured out the formula. Because, like, sometimes I would, like, literally have it on my bio to be, like, this is the deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but then sometimes it would be, like, a couple dates in and I wouldn't bring it up. And then I'd be, like, hiding it, even though it's, like, such a huge part of my life. Yeah. And some people would be, like, what do you do for work? I'd be, like, oh, like, social media. And then I'm, like, God, I sound so, like, boring and lame. I'm, like, this isn't who I am, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I would reveal it, and they'd be, like, you are hiding it. But then sometimes I'd bring it up, and they're, like, this is aggressive. So right, I just, like, right. never found the, like, sweet spot of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I think it's hard when you're dating casually to bring up that your work involves sex whether it's like yes from like an academic level mm-hmm. or like a therapist level or yeah. a, a company like product yeah. level or yeah. like a sex worker level like I yeah. think like the wrong person's gonna get the wrong idea 100% see for me like casual dating like you don't get to ask <laughs> you. what I, you don't get to ask what I do for work if we're casually dating like what I get to do for work or what yeah. I do for work is so personal mm. that like uh-huh. you only get that information if I'm serious about you. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about, wh- I don't want to tell you what I do. I want to yeah. hear about what art you like. I want to hear about what movies you like. Yeah. Or like what you want to do for fun because I'm just looking to have fun. We always fight about hmm. this. Yeah. Like I, if, if someone, if I'm casually dating somebody, like this is now five years ago because I'm in a very long relationship, but um five years ago if I was casually dating someone and someone was like what do you do I'd be like next question interesting but maybe it wouldn't be that way if your work wasn't so personal right if you had a job that you weren't like married to and like yeah 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 Yeah, I wonder if that would change it Mm -hmm. okay I Philip and I are gonna fight about this until we die (laughs) I, I hear you I have empathy for this stance yeah here's the thing if you're meeting someone on a dating app, yeah. the barrier to entry for conversation is high. The first 30 minutes can sometimes be like a real testing waters. And sometimes what do you do Yeah, is like a really good, easy question to just like get someone talking. Yeah. And you also uh. kind of know the kind of person they are yeah. through it. Right. But you're saying you don't want to give that up. You don't want to be that like vulnerable. Yeah. And also like... Because it is so personal. It's... I think that for me, 
work and my like home love life mm-hmm. are not the same thing. Right. And if I'm testing the waters with someone casually about like if this is going to work like in the long term. Yeah. I want to know that we can talk about not work. A hundred percent. And yeah. like that I can come home and like shoot the shit with you and like laugh and yeah. not think about anything work. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I love that. I hear you. It's a really hard thing to practice, I think. Yeah. Because what we, I mean, like, what we want to do is, hi, hey, what's up, NMJC, you? What do you do? do? Oh, I work at a publishing house. What do you do? Publishing house. They always work at publishing houses. Yeah. And then it's like the other one is like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I work in finance. And it's like, okay, let's go to a bar. Yeah. And like, that was all just to get to a bar, as opposed to being like, Hey, I think that your third picture is really cute. Yeah. You want to go get a drink tomorrow night? Yeah. Uh, That's so funny. When I was on Tinder, that was my exact move. Yeah. It was like, you're here to meet people. Yeah. Let's get to Let's the bar meet. faster. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the bar faster yes. 2020. Yes. yes 100%. <laughs> but I also understand, like, I have so much empathy for, like, especially back when I was straight, like, these dudes who would do that to me. And I'd be like, whoa. It's such a safety thing. Yes. But with women, I'm like... Come on, oh, with yeah. women, easy. Say two things. I know whether or not I'm yes. gonna be like, here's my number immediately. Yes. Text yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. Like precisely. But with a guy, we stay on app until oh, yes. until, right. until third day. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go through the sweet nothings first. Yeah, yeah. you do. It's totally a safety. It's a safety thing. issue for 100%. sure. Hundred percent. Because sometimes, like back in the day, I'd be like, well, let me like practice what I preach, and like if these dudes, are, if it's like, hi, hey, what's up? Good, blah blah. Let's meet. Okay, I'd be like, okay, let me try that with like men and like that's what I want to do yeah if that's what they want to do and yeah. like try it and like nine out of ten times I was like this person fucking sucks <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and I'm like I totally shot myself in the foot by yeah. like not trusting my gut and like feeling them out a bit more yeah I know it's just like a waste of energy yes <clears throat> and money and resources and time and money, and, like, all yeah all those dinners yes. all those dinners oh mm-hmm. I never go to dinner I mean same but it's like two like put your face on, which for me is like three hundred dollars worth of product, yeah. and then like get a cab because yeah. it's late and it's dark, yeah. and you're wearing like something too sexy. Yeah. Yes. And then you get there, you have like a thirty dollar cocktail that sucks, yeah. and then to like Uber home, you've spent you hundreds spent of dollars. Yes, yeah. oh, on someone who's like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I'm having like an awful time, yeah. I'm going one of two ways, which is one like aggressively they're paying this. Yeah. Or aggressively, like, throw cash down and leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. I'm, I'm never going to do a polite bill split. You're getting Work. a s- split, I'm out of here. Yeah. Or you're getting a, like, thank you for covering for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I got better at that on, like, the tail end of, like, dating men. Because I was just like, you should pay to be in my company. And, like, to, <laughs> yeah. like... Because I'm the best. Yeah, Venmo, I mean? Molly Margaret. What's your Venmo? <laughs> 100%. Um, but I put it... I mean, like, 90% of the time, it was so awkward. Yeah. Like, the bill would come, and I'd be like... Great, thank you for that. Like, I'm not reaching for my wallet. And then it'd be, like, split, and I'd be like... Sorry. No. <laughs> I was ghosted by this guy, and recently, like have started to just like be on good terms again and yeah. we got a drink and we sat down at the bar and the first thing I said was you're paying for this yeah 
full stop. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially if they've like wronged you. Yeah, and I'm gonna drink as much as I want. Oh, <laughs> top shelf all top night. Shelf. Yes. At top shelf at this dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a Bud Light. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. I'll take drafts. I'm not doing cans or bottles tonight. Amazing. So when we asked you like what you wanted to chat about, what you didn't want to chat about, you yeah. said you wanted to chat about threesomes. Oh my god, my favorite even, topic. I don't even have a question other than <sighs> hi. Let's talk about threesomes. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I love a threesome. Please, more than anything. Love it. During my like single years of like, let's try it all. Mm-hmm. I was like dating a bunch of people like one on one. Sure. That I literally. And this is, is going to sound very arrogant, but I like mastered it. Do yes. you know what I mean? No, 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 I, I was like, I'm great at dating. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm good at it. I know how to like go on a date, get laid, be polite, do all the stuff. Yeah. Well, Dating's a sport. A thousand percent. Yeah. Thank you, and I yeah. was a gold medalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay. Well, you're a Sagittarius. I'm, I was just going to say I'm a yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah. I so mean, do you I'm have like, any improv experience? No. No. Well, that, I always chalk up my good dating to <laughs> Yes. But a Sagittarius, oh yeah, we're going to be the best date of your damn life. Yes. Because we love to perform. Exactly. So then I was like, okay, how can I like give myself a new challenge how can i like make this hard again how can i like Mm -hmm. throw sand in my gears which is like my favorite thing to do and i was like threesomes and they're so great because they're so awkward and like (laughs) difficult and tricky and like ungraceful and like all the stuff oh my god that it's like such a like that's why it's like sexy because you're like oh you know what yeah both (laughs) (laughs) like that's what it is to have a threesome and like that to me is like so fun how do you pick your thirds? Do you like to be the third? Love to be the third. Because then I get to like go home and be like, y'all can fight if you need to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like if you're a third, like with a couple, you know. Well, also if you're the third, like you're entering to a lot of attention. Yes. You get and to, like, as Dan then, Savage says, you're like the very special guest star. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like then what you're dealing with, like the sand in your gears in that moment is like, how do I give them both attention at the same time if I'm yeah. already amazing at giving attention? Totally. How do I... I had to learn this when I got two cats. Like... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> having two pets is very different than having one pet. I believe it. It's the same thing as being in a threesome. Like, you yes. have to... No one can be I, the special one. I pet you, I pet you, I pet you, I pet you. Yes, yes. I step out. <laughs> I step out. Play together. Yeah. I step back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually my favorite role in the threesome is the step out moment. To watch, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Like a voyeur. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You have to be just super secure in order to take on that role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What has, since introducing threesomes into your life, like what have you experienced like when you're now reflecting on it? Like the part that's like, okay, like, was that great? Like, yeah. did I perform? Like, did- yeah, yeah. There was one particular night where I was like, just like jonesing for a threesome. Mm-hmm. Like, just wanted to like, I really wanted to fuck a couple. Mm-hmm. I was like, kind of the it. mood. Mm-hmm. So we go on Field, end. which is a great app. If you're not already on it. Um, field. I've never heard of Field. Yeah. F E E L D. Oh. I've heard good things. Yes, it's great. Very, very good. And, and very, what's like, the queer niche friendly. of Field? 
It's like grinder for everybody. Okay. Kind of. It's like very sex centric, especially for like kink stuff uh-huh. and like group stuff. Open relationships. Open relationships. Yeah. But it's very like, let's fuck. It's an app or it's on the computer? App. Okay. <laughs> it's not on the computer. It could be on the computer. <laughs> There's so, some. I don't you know. love such old school cruising. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, Craigslist. Like, <laughs> Is there a desk shop? <laughs> well, one of my first, um, one of my like first older partners, like, told me what it was like to like be hooking up on craigslist oh my god yeah which was like fascinating to me fascinating oh my god talk about a challenge so dangerous so talk dangerous. about a challenge so dangerous yeah and um, thrilling and thrilling you completely so i'm on field looking for a, a married couple to, i want oh, a married, married. couple yeah. i was just like Ooh. you knew yeah. you are you are lusting for intimacy totally yeah so i met them and then ended up like basically falling in love with them and the three of us dated or I dated the married couple for a chunk of time which is all to say like I learned so much about like trust and like intimacy and like boundaries and like jealousy jealousy and like because they had a marriage that was so strong and like beautiful and like Mm -hmm. grounded that I just like learned a lot like being in their presence right you know like one person could watch me like fuck their wife and be like sweet you're great (laughs) you know what i mean as opposed to being like you know we didn't have these conversations and we're like nervous and we're insecure yeah so it's just a great study of like wow everything's on the table like everyone's good we can talk through these things would you have called yourself a thruple at that time yeah totally so did you feel like you were dating them both equally together yeah did you feel like you'd individual it was definitely my boundary was like all hands on deck all the time because I didn't want to like date one more I didn't yeah and I didn't want like the receipts to show that like one wasn't getting enough attention or like you guys are talking about me or I was just like how about we just all everything all the time so then was there a boundary for them of like they could have a separate relationship without you totally interesting Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Wow. Wow. So the greatest teacher of my life was like that relationship. I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that. Highly recommend everyone dating a couple at some point. Were they older than you or the same age as you? Older. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How wow. much older? When Not I think much. Married, I think like Yeah, you're like, what, sixty? <laughs> like in my head, like the idea of someone being married within an age range that I can reach for. Yeah. It's like it's out of They like were that. maybe like Eight years, my senior. Oh, Seven bad. years. That's yeah. Not bad. What no. about like have had they been in a throuple before you? Yes. Okay. Oh, so they knew what they wanted. Precisely. Right. Which was great. Right. I think that's why like a conversation I like to have of like body count and like all the stuff is like it makes you better. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of having this thing of like, oh, you've done this before, that's like pervy or creepy or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh no, you like know the drill. Yeah. So like you're gonna be better at it and you've smarter. You've made mistakes. Yes, that you won't make on me. Hopefully, you yeah, know. Hopefully, or if you do, you know how to like handle Deal. the the backlash mm-hmm. or the conversation mm-hmm. that needs mm-hmm. to be had. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, I feel like this experience, like although we're going like, ooh, ah, it's actually like very normal, like. Yes. It hap- it's like this yeah. throuple experience, threesome experience, like very like solid couples, like bringing partners into yes. their relationship. It's so normal, but it's so stigmatized. Yes. But like 
So, like, for those out there who are curious about introducing this into their life, like, yeah. first step, maybe check out something like Field or an yeah. app. But then second step, like, did you, did you go on a date with both of them first? Or did you yeah. just go to their house and, like, fuck? Date. Date first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting you say that because I feel like the threesome is, like, the most popular fantasy. I it feel is. like it's just, like, the most, like, common, like... It, um, anal. There's that and show... Sex explained, yes, yes, and they yes, talk yes, yes. about the fantasies and how the threesome fantasy is like the statistically the number one. one fantasy. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think people are so like, especially if you're like a couple or you're married or you're like older, you can have this shame around like, oh, it's not ethical or safe or it doesn't like right. speak well of our relationship. Yeah. There's all this like embarrassment around it where it's like, no, like. Everyone wants to have a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I realized how sexy the idea of a threesome was until I started dating a queer guy. Mm. And I started wanting to see him in action with a guy. Yeah. Hot. And I was like, oh, I, I get why you want to see me with a girl because <laughs> right. I want to see you with a guy now. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think many like many women in like heteronormative positions are like interested in seeing their guy like go yeah down on another guy. Yeah, yeah right yeah. right 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 and i was like oh i i get this because queer like queer shit is just hot in general for sure yeah. for all yes. of us yeah. kind of around the table yeah <laughs> and i think threesomes get a bad rap because so often they're like in this light of like this shitty boyfriend tells his girlfriend that he like wants to fuck other women yeah. through the lens of a threesome where it's like very unethical. It's very like bullied into. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it gets like muddy. And those exist. Yeah. Like I have known couples that have like been on their way to ending and they like kind of tried like a last hurrah. It's yeah. like getting pregnant. Yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. just like let's just fix it. Let's fuck it all up. <laughs> yes. And literally fuck it all. Yes. And yeah. It's not necessarily like they're going at it for the wrong reason. Yeah. For sure. And it doesn't mean that like, it's bad for them either. Like in right. life, they probably still want to explore that. Yeah. But they just like have other issues to work on. I also yes. think it's not fair to the third. Was just going to say. Yes. When what? you're trying mm-hmm. to solve, when you're trying to fix your own relationship with somebody else, like without, at someone. Yeah. 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 It's like putting them in the middle of your shit. Yeah. And that's something I always think about, like, as if you're, like, a third in a threesome, is, like, you have to be just as, like, communicated with and, like, respected and, like, seen and, like, celebrated. And you're not just, like, a human vibrator that gets to, like, be tossed aside after or, or, you know. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, I want to define a word. And I have. You know me. It's, it's like, six words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I would love for you to define the difference between sex advice and sex education. Single words, sex, sex advice. advice. Yeah, so sex single education. Words. What I always try to be very adamant about on my page is that I'm not a sex educator because I'm not. I'm not. I didn't go to school for it. I don't have a degree. I'm not like qualified or certified to like call myself that. Right. Um, and I also think that's like part of my appeal is that I'm like a normal gal. And if I can do it, so can you, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not like a therapist or a doctor. And people are like, oh, well, she's that. So I or like a can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sex, edu- I think the difference between the two is like schooling and like education. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're both experts in their own rights. Like, they are experts in different fields. One is, like, for students and children, and it's, like, more, I 
I feel like it's more about the what do we teach children as they're aging to prepare them for adulthood with like the proper information yes. and like preparedness from people who are like qualified to tell them that information right because right. when people like call me sex educator i'm like that's not fair to people who have done the work and like done the homework mm-hmm. and like paid for their tuition and all those things to like become a sex educator right like that's not what i am right i don't give sex advice but i'm just like a normal person yeah. Yeah. you know yeah so i think that's like and how i different different well, i too. think part of like so sex education is obviously like academic on a level, mm-hmm. but then like it's also social, yeah, and it's also peer to peer, yeah, and it's also partner to partner, and it's mm-hmm. also like child to parent for sure. And I like the peer to peer element, which I feel like is what you supply, yeah, is just as important to supplement totally the education. Because I, you know, was looking into becoming like a sex therapist, like a counselor, and kind of through that research, I was like. If I become that, there's going to be a lot that I can't say or disclose mm. on my platform. Sometimes. It's going to become very, like, curated in a way that's, like, can't say this, can't yeah. say that. Whereas now I'm like, I can say whatever I want, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you Sometimes, feel like you'd have to be more PC? No, but I think there's more to, like, liability stuff of, like, what is, like, ethical or not ethical to say yeah. as, like, a professional Mm. which is not like appealing. a professional boundary yeah whereas now i'm like oh that's rough sure. which is yeah you can nice. say whatever the fuck you want precisely um i think that there's a part of sex education that needs sex advice to exist mm-hmm. because like sex education is like a trickle down like they, yeah they are focused on how sex should be taught yeah as opposed to the sex advice part is like this is what we're talking about so if we're talking about this Mm -hmm. and your sex education isn't like matching that Mm -hmm. then it's failing Mm -hmm. and right now our sex education is failing yeah so sometimes we need to defer to advice because we need advice totally And I think that's what a lot of people have an experience with. And like what I said in the beginning is like, yeah, I had like sex education, but everything I learned was from like friends and like sisters. And like, Mm -hmm. that's where I like learned the good stuff and the real stuff. Yeah, yeah, especially being a gay woman. Yeah. Like, how do you get sex education that is actually valid for your gay experience? For sure. Yeah. And like... I don't know if we want to open this can of worms, but like Please. when I was having like <laughs> cis hat relationships, like fucking protection was like God, like slap a condom on it, no negotiation, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then when you're like in more like queer relationships mm. and like, it's not always like vulva to dick and like all these different things. It like totally like spun me out of like, yeah. dental dams true or false scissoring is that real yeah. hpv like how does it spread like all these things that i just yeah. like, didn't know yeah because i didn't get like a queer sex education yeah because they're the sex education that you're getting in like an academic way is to is all on the foundation that it's for procreation Yes. Not for pleasure. For sure. I will never forget my mother, my sweet mother, who I love dearly, asking me if my health 
gave me both the hetero and homo stuff. Amazing. <laughs> no, mom, it did not. <laughs> it did not. Mom, it did not. <laughs> it did oh my not. god. And I've also never heard someone use the term homo in such a positive way. <laughs> did you? Well, were you out at that point? I was. Yeah. So she was like she advocating was for you. advocating for like homosexual sex education. Oh. God bless her. She was using it in a very genuine way. Yeah, and a very straightforward. Yes. Um, but I think that, like, you know, when I'm thinking about, like, what you can say now versus what you can say if you were a sex educator is, like, you can say now, like, try a threesome. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, where does that exist in sex education? For sure. Or does it even, like, you know, literally exist? Like, yeah. Sex educators aren't going to go into class and be like, so you can have partnered sex, you can have solo sex, you can right, have group sex. Right. Yeah. I remember when I like first started talking about like protection uh, for like people with vulvas, I was like, dental dams, like it's move, got to use them. Because I was still like in this like heteronormative, like you have to use protection. And then I would get like so many DMs from like queer people being like, you don't actually use these, do you? And I was like... Mm. No. <laughs> because no, they don't I either. Like, not. no one uses dental dams. You know what I've I mean? I've never used the one. The one time I tried to use one, this woman laughed in my face. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was just like, so then all these people were like, are you actually using them? And I was like, no, but like, it's the right thing to say. Yeah. But then I was like, but now I'm like doing these people a disservice of like lying to them. Yeah. yeah. So now I try to have like a more like open point of view of like, yeah, I don't use protection when I sleep with like, cis women but you have the option but maybe you should but maybe you shouldn't it's your homework to do and i'm not liable for any of it (laughs) (laughs) well when we talk about protection it's protection against stis protection against pregnancy yes but they're never no one was ever like oh like STI screenings yeah. is a form of protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like getting tested and yeah. actually just being able to like show someone like date and time. Yeah. And like trust that they haven't had a partner since. Like that. Right. All protection is a percentage. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And getting tested is a like, I'll give that 85% maybe. Like mm-hmm. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take that one. Like for that's sure. good enough for me sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And like, no one would ever advocate for that as a form right. of protection. Right. Which makes you afraid to get STIs. Right. No afraid to use a condom. We were introduced to the condom at a yeah. very young age. Yeah. No one's scared of condoms anymore, I think. People don't like them. I think people are embarrassed to use them. Yeah, I think people are embarrassed to say <clears throat> they want to use them for their mm. safety. That's a huge thing I get from people in my DMs of like, really? I hooked up this guy last night. I said I want to use a condom. He pushed back, and then I gave him. Yeah, I mean, you know. there's a pushback. Yeah. yeah. I think that I've only started being not comfortable, but happy using yeah. them mm. when I knew why I wanted to use mm. them. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, this is what you're supposed to do because it sucks. Yes, and my reasoning for using them is so unique yeah. to me and my situation. Mm. And because I have multiple partners, yeah. I had to do the work to be like, how do you feel when you sleep with one man one night and one yeah. 24 hours later? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really, like, look at myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, a resolution to, like, shame was condoms. Mm-hmm. And I like them now. Mm. They make me feel good. Yeah, because it's kind of like a celebration of, like, your non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I had to come up with the reason why I needed them. 
Yeah. I think that's kind of true with like everything. And it's like quite beautiful that you bring that up of like, of any like boundary or like desire that you have. It feels good to like give it a name and be like, this is Molly Margaret's reason of why I can't have people sleep over or whatever mm. it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I supposed to be like, no, that's like the slot rule or it's just kind of this yes. rule or it's like what my sister told me to do. It's the pattern. Yeah. But once you kind of like own it. Yeah. And I think once you own it, especially with like protection, once you like have your very specific reason, you'll be less likely to waver on it. Yeah. Way less. Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. wavered since mm-hmm. I really understood like mm-hmm. what protection meant for me. Yeah. yeah. Because if you like are kind of half baked and they're like, well, let's not. And you're like, Okay. okay, let's not. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, not. Like, like, mirror to it. I don't really have a good enough reason right, 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 right. now for other yeah. than like the things we know. We know what condoms do. We know that they help. Yeah. They prevent STIs to a percentage. We yeah. know that they like what they do, right? Yeah. But like that doesn't mean that you really care. <laughs> for sure. A question I get a lot is like, should I use a condom if two people who have never had sex have sex for the first time together? Or like, should I use a condom with my monogamous boyfriend that I've had for 10 years. It's just like, people don't even know what they're for anymore. What you are you trying I mean? to prevent? Precisely. Or what are you trying to achieve? But I you use... just think if you're having sex, you should wear a condom. Yes. You know? I reintroduced condoms into a monogamous relationship once because it changed what we could do. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Totally. Yeah, it wants to be like a tool that helps you. Yes. As opposed to like unsexy barrier that like makes things worse. Yes. Which I think is kind of mirrored in how we think about consent. Mm. Like, it should be... The language you use should just be a tool to make it better. For sure. Not the thing you have to do. Right. Like, good consent is part dirty of... Dirty talk. Is dirty talk. Mm-hmm. It's part of what's yeah. making it good. Yeah. It's a tool. It's right. ad- it's adding to this experience. Yeah. And that's what I tell people about, like, sex toys, too, is, like, I have a lot of people who are like, oh, I've never had a vibrator. I've never had a toy. It feels so, like robot in the bedroom and like weird and like alienated and i'm like don't think of it as that like it's a tool to like get you off and Mm -hmm. it's like a friend it's like a buddy (laughs) you know like it's like once you gotta like reframe whether it's a condom Mm -hmm. or like a toy in a way that's gonna be like oh now this can like serve me and like my specific needs yeah you're probably more likely to try it yeah as opposed to like i should just be using vibrator because i should be yeah you know what i mean yeah i think that like Empathy is the key to like all partnered sex, mm-hmm. but with bringing in toys specifically, I didn't feel comfortable bringing toys into my sexual experiences to use on me mm-hmm. until I started using them with other people, like on other bodies. Interesting. Yes, let's talk about it. What are your questions? <laughs> you had to get comfortable with using them on other people before you could use them on yourself. Yes fascinating because mm-hmm. it's usually such the opposite of like people's experience with toys is like you get to know your own body with toys and then you're able to like translate that into like partner sex or like yeah. someone using that toy on you i could use them alone yeah but with a partner yeah my first experiences were all like being the using them on other people yeah I was not comfortable having them used on me or with me in a partnered sexual experience. Toy top. To- I'm so- <laughs> Wait. Toy top. Is wow. that really like? It- That's your new Lex profile. <laughs> I- <laughs> Molly Margaret, I feel like you just 
read me. I'm a toy top, and I can't wait to tell everyone. I love it. I'm such a toy I top. I love making everything, like, toy, like, like, I always tell people that I'm, like, a schedule top, or, like, just, like, even though, you know, those, like, things, or it's, like, it's a fun way to, like, look at I'm, your personality and, like, I'm My mind is blown. I'm seriously blown away wow. right now. This yeah, is a yeah. gift. You've just given You're me a You're officially indoctored gift. into our tops club. Which nice. tops. <laughs> oh, come on, you ruined my life. Cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This was amazing. This was amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening.